the garage boy. Hey, here we go, here we go. What do we do besides just make money over the past couple days for everyone? That's what I'm trying to figure out here. 5-0, 5-0, 5-0 for your boy Pac-Man Greg, my boy Corey over here. Don't know the exact win-loss record, but if anything, it had one loss. That's all I know. Maybe none. I had one loss, and that was the Colts' money line. And I'd like to just talk about that for a second and just talk about how the Colts got another lead. And this time, they found a way to blow it. But this time, it was, we're not going to run the ball. We're going to fumble punt returns, and we're just going to choke. And that's all I have to say about that game. Um, Another big game that happened was... Patriots and Titans. I mean, I thought, as well as you, with the amount of people that were out for the Titans, you just you kind of knew that Bill Belichick was going to take advantage of all those holes and offense. That was an easy lock, and I won that bet. So um, I know you had a few good NFL bets you made Sunday. Yeah, good. Speaking of that, again, as a Racking? Oh, we're losing you, buddy. We're losing you. Are you losing me? I there. Can you hear me? Oh, uh, you just you're breaking up. You were breaking up, but go ahead. Oh, you're driving. Yeah, you're driving through the boonies, my friend. You're driving through the boonies, right? Um, you hear me again? Yeah, I got you. So, yeah, what I thought on that game is, um, like, even after like they ruled out like 20 players on the Titans, the line was still seven. So, thankfully, I mean. I would have taken the points, honestly, but I didn't. I just stayed away from that game completely. Um, again, Bill Belichick, he's just proving just why he, he's an alien from another planet. He's just the best, best there's ever been in any sport, like any sport. He's the best coach. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. He uh, is. He is the he is the best, and he's going for coach of the year, and I'm pretty sure the GM of the year is up. And I know Belichick isn't going to win that, but it'll be the guy ahead of him. But either way, I mean, with all the signings, they did spend the most in NFL history in the free agency. But, I mean, I'll give him my nod for coach of the year. I'd also give the Cardinals a nod for the coach of the year, you know, playing with as many injuries as the Cardinals have. I think the three coaches right now are easily uh, Kinsbury, Jim Harbaugh on the Ravens. They've dealt with some injuries. And Bill Belichick. Yeah, I have to agree with that as well. Like, I want to give it to Kingsbury, but just I, I don't know why I can't just. It's do gonna it. end up. These last few weeks are gonna be, like, this is gonna be the these next couple games. Will will we'll, some of them will really uh, stand out? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And going back to one of the plays I had yesterday, you, you didn't take the opposite of what I took, so I'm thankful that you didn't actually take that. But I, something about that line, something about that that Niners line, my freaking. I, yeah. I, I've been riding the Vikings pretty consistently over the past couple weeks. Um, yeah, you have. I, I go ahead and I check online. I see, you know, everyone's on the Vikings. I don't really see things. Vikings are playing good football. Going to Clara. And, you know, that was a close one. That was a close one until the Vikings. Captain Kirk could have just drove down the field a little bit there. Um, that cover could have been out of question, and the game could have been out of question. It was a, it was a two-possession game for a long time. The Niners are a tough team to bet on, man, as well as the Vikings. Like, they have so many good games, and they just follow it up with a, a complete disaster of a game. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just – they're really – I'm just happy. 
Happy I got that one. Happy we both hit that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. That one was just, hey, you, you just don't go. You just don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. That you one. just don't bet against the. And I've learned too many times this year, do not bet on the Rams in a primetime game. I just don't. I don't think they've A, covered or won a primetime game yet. <laughs> it's funny. Well, me and OC were watching the game yesterday. He came down here for a little bit. We were watching the game. And I was, I was like, dude. The curse of Odell Beckham Jr., it might be a real thing, man. This guy honestly might just take and suck the life out of every team that he goes to. Cause he did have a huge catch, though. He did have a huge catch, but they've also looked terrible since he's gotten traded. Yeah, they do look awful. They're hurting, they though, as well. <laughs> like, another thing I had going into that game, too. Um. Oh, we're losing you, buddy, again. Oh, you're losing me again. You're losing me again. How about now? How about now? How about you're now? good. Matt Stafford honestly made a career of getting punked at Lambeau Field by Aaron Rodgers. And, I just, yep. and you just had to know downside, even though he's on a new team with a lot more talent, he's going to think about all those past times that he's been up there getting his ass handed to him. And honestly, he is so happy he's not on the Lions right now. He is. <clears throat> he is, but the same thing happened. He literally got punked that labor. I know it was only 11 points. They only won by 11 points, whatever. Should have been more, in my opinion. I mean, that touchdown obviously made it a much more respectable uh, final score than, than what it was uh, headed towards. But, no, I mean, that was that was a great game as well. Too. We, were the, uh, we had the Giants. We were riding, we were riding G-Men all weekend, and yeah, uh, they came honest. up with the, line, the win. Yeah, I got to be honest. I didn't post the play. I don't want to go too hard on it. I didn't post Justin. I posted the play twice. You for did. those of you who are tailing, I posted it, and I was trying to take people away from betting on the Eagles because I saw someone on my timeline betting on the Eagles, and the yeah. minus 200 line just stuck out, and I just oh. thought it was. Yeah, but, and uh, I another two huge subjects I want to touch on is uh, – once Max Scherzer. I know you're an in-and-out Mets fan. Not <laughs> sure who you really like right now in baseball, but I know you're an in-and-out Mets fan. In and out. And they just signed Scherzer to $40 million. What do you I'm think in. about that? I'm back in, baby. I'm in and out like the great Silvio Dante the Sopranos. As soon as I think I'm out, baby, they pull me right back in. These With men- the, I think the signing is, yeah, it's Max Scherzer. He's getting old. He and I just don't like the signing. Forty-something million dollars for three years. I'm happy they didn't get like a five-year deal, but like three years, forty million dollars a year—that's insane. Honestly, I understand that and I get that, but these these Mets are not the same Mets from from the past. We've got Uncle Stevie as our owner. We have one of the richest sports owners in pro sports. They do. Right so I mean, if- they lost your boy though. They lost Noah. They lost Stroh. They lost a lot of pitchers. That's fine. Noah honestly was so inconsistent. Uh, he had he has all the talent in the world, but he just can't. He just can't have it, man. So they got two aces over there now. They huh? got two aces. They have two aces. They have. The second best pitcher I've ever seen in my entire life, besides behind Pedro Martinez, Jake he is the best. Degrom is not is just out of this world. Once he's gone, we'll truly realize how special that guy was. Literally, ERA at or under one almost every. I game. wish you played on the bigger. condition. That's true. Like if you played on the Yankees, like the guy would have trying made in his. But I yeah, mean, I like the Scherzer move. I mean. We, as we as we saw last year, we, we saw how much money they gave Lindor. They they have plenty of money. So if it really doesn't work out, 
it's really not the worst thing in the world because the old met they old a shot. They're taking a shot. I respect it. A shot, man. Yeah, listen, like they, you know, you, you can laugh at all you want. The Mets have a team on paper that could go to a World Series. Like, listen, they are the same old Mets. They lose all the time. Games they should win. They blow up games. Their manager last year was an absolute travesty. Rojas. I don't know where the hell they found that guy, but that that was that was just not good. But you know, with with, with the talent they already have on there, of course they got the big polar bear, Jeff McNeil. Uh, yeah, they still got a lot. I mean, you got two two great pitchers at the top of that rotation. They're just going for it. Um, we'll see how it is. We'll yeah, see how it goes. I like it. I like it. He plays with a wicked energy. You know, wicked big chip on his shoulder. Bunch of energy. I love watching players. So he's old. He's right. A lot of money. Well, I love to play though. I like it though as of right now. Uh, another huge thing I want to talk about is Kemba Walker. Uh, I the news is that he's not in the rotation anymore, and by not in the rotation, I mean zero minutes. They are taking him out of the starting rotation. They're not even putting him on the bench. I don't think. And honestly, they shouldn't have signed this dude to begin with. They have Emmanuel Quickly, who is just every night he shows you how quick he is and just how good he could be. And they have Derrick Rose, who is like that veteran guard they need off the bench if you start quickly or vice versa. You know what I mean? And Kemba Walker is just, at this point in his career, everybody knows he's too undersized. And you can just set screens in this guy. And it's an automatic mismatch the minute he comes off a screen. It's just the little guy. I, I don't know of a little point guard like him anymore who's having success in the NBA. He's just a lot more athletic, a lot taller now. And he just doesn't fit with the Knicks. Like, yeah, he can hit the open three. Yeah, he can make, you know, a few occasional step-back jump shots. But how far is he going to take you in the playoffs? He's not even going to take you anywhere to begin with. And I just – I love the fact that Tom Thibodeau is basically putting his ass on the bench. I mean, waste the money, but I'm go Tibbs. Honestly, yes, that's another thing, too. It, like, when he first when he first signed with the Knicks, there was, like, all this, oh, yes, we love our son Kemba. He's coming home. Like, all he's ever wanted to do – He's played in New York his entire career. You know, it's where he grew up, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I tried to give him a chance in the beginning. Woof. Yeah, as you say, we can see how this season's going with this Knicks team uh, so far this year. Last year, they are a wicked, scrappy team. Ups and downs. But the East is weird. Cleveland's, you know, Cleveland's up there. The Washington's up there. The East, the East is looking weird right now. That's all. It's true. And, I mean, the Knicks could still, like, listen, man, like, they, they should be in the playoffs this year. Like, based off of last year. They're going to be in the playoffs this odd, year. That's odd man literally set um, to make the playoffs this year. Like, they're over under my boy, Brian Alice, my ex-work supervisor, big Celtics fan. But even he took the Knicks team total over this year. So, like, even people who aren't Knicks watching the game, they saw what that team last year. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they gotten a little too hot at the wrong time to get this yeah but this team is a playoff team and Kemba just completely ruins that dynamic ruins the chemistry that they had last year he rose literally carried this at time playoffs like, like Randall was nowhere to be Randall needs a right hand he needs a fucking I don't even want to talk about the Knicks in the playoffs or Julius Randall right now until I see him dribble with his right hand just one time the dude refuses to go right. And in the playoffs, it's all schemes. It's all defensive schemes. They're going to push you fucking right every single play. And he's going to take these bullshit and jump shots where he's just trying to force up a shot because he's Julius Randle and he's leads a team in fucking field goal attempts every single game, no matter like what, what the shot attempt looks like. When he's taking it to the rim and take smart shots, 
I would rather him drop 15 points a night if he just took it to the rim and, and made smart shots. I don't give up. Like, I, like his his misses and misses are way worse than it, like it, it. They're just bad. Yeah, like, like like honestly, he's the type of he's the type of guy that every time he takes a shot, I'm literally just like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, the hand in your face. Like, it's just. And he'll hit it though, but the thing is, he'll hit it and he'll make me my words a lot of the times. But then, at big points in the game, we just have he call him an asshole because he's great. Have this asshole fading away on one off one leg with a guy in his face, like just a complete an angle that just makes no sense. This guy yeah. What are we doing here, man? But no, to get to the back to what you were saying with Kemba, honestly, good for Tibbs for just, you know, he could give a shit less anymore if this guy, you know, he's living out his dream playing in New York. You got to produce results on this team. This, this is an old New York teams where, you know, hey, we'll let it slide. You may suck, whatever. That's fine. We paid you a lot of money. We got to play you. But no, no, no. Tom Thibodeau is laying down the law here with these Knicks. He's saying, hey, if this guy is, is going to just be an absolute liability on defense, just shout out to our boy. That's all it is. I feel like he's just a gigantic liability on defense, and he's not hitting jump shots like he used to, and he's not as quick as he used to side to side. And that's what made him him. Injuries fucked him a little bit. Those injuries definitely those injuries definitely fucked him, all those injuries that he had. Uh, and he's season. not too big. Derrick Rose changed his game. Injuries and changed his game. Kemba can't change his game. What no, the fuck no. is he gonna do? He's not big enough. He's not fit. Like he's not physical enough. Yeah, D Rose is physical. He'll take it to the lane on you. Like he'll go up and he'll float it in. He'll float it in. No, he'll float it in and make a floater. He'll he'll back you down a little bit too. D Rose is a complete package, and it's just it's just sad. You know, and how- he's a veteran. He doesn't. He's not. He doesn't try to do anything he can't do anymore. He knows it. Hundred percent. All right, let's talk about uh, the bettings tonight, though. Uh, Garage Boys have been on. Absolute fire. I'm talking uh-huh. liquid lava. Woo! Shout Tonight. out to it, baby. Made in the garage, boys. The garage was uh Seahawks moved to a pick'em. The line's been juggling, you know, between minus one and do a pick'em all day, I feel like. But uh I can't strap myself to betting on the Seahawks because I'm not a bad team guy. Like I don't like to bet on bad teams and they're three and seven and they I don't think they've scored a fucking touchdown in, like, 18 straight drives. I could be wrong. But it, at one point, it was that bad. Um, I just I, – I, they need a win. It's quarterback versus quarterback. I always do this. It's Russell Wilson versus Heineke. Yeah, they have McLaurin. He's going to have a big game. I guarantee it. Yeah. But I just think Russell Wilson is fucking due. And he's on national TV again. He's due. The Seahawks are due. Pete Carroll's due. They need to put points up. I think they're going to do it. I just can't – it's a tough one, but I have to go uh, Seahawks. It's tough, man, because like you know how I am, dude. When I when I bet these games, man, I've I've you know I see Seahawks are three and seven right now. Yeah, <laughs> but they were seven. they were without Russell Wilson. They lost every single game. I'm pretty sure without him. I know it's just crazy because it's like normally if I see this and if I see that the Seahawks have been this bad and that they need to win this this badly, I would normally take them no questions asked. But like I just. The line just scares the hell out of me, man. Pick a minus one. I mean, football Yeah, team. it sucks. I know I think you're riding football team, and I'm riding Seahawks, so we can't give the uh, Garage Boys uh, any real uh, – I don't know what I'm riding this Justification, game. but – My boy Brian Alish there, I'm sure he'll be listening tonight later. He he, he gave out, you know, to me on, on Twitter that he's he's taking the football team. He and, is taking the football team. I saw that. He but is. My two locks – 
I will probably live at a prop bet, which I did the other day with Jonathan Taylor and, and hit. Oh, yeah. And I'll probably post that on Twitter whenever I do it. But I am riding Seahawks first half, and I'm riding Seahawks money line. And those are my two picks. To do. I would like to add that when I call plays on this podcast, I have a very, very high record. Um, <laughs> so Greg can decide to fade me. You know, Pac-Man Grease can just, oh, no. Griggy Giuliano can decide to fade me. Or whatever he decides to do, not fade me, but pick the f- football team. All I'm letting you guys know is that I have a very high percentage I could be jinxing myself, could not be. Either way, um, go go birds, go hawks, Seahawks money line. First half, Seahawks money line, full game, and that's my lock for tonight. No, I mean, I don't even know. I don't think fade you either, to be honest, because I I honestly really, at the end of the day, don't even think I might be taking anything in this game. I think it's quarterback versus quarterback. I was telling you this when the when the Falcons played uh, the Saints, and I was like, it's it's. It's Matt Ryan versus Trevor Simeon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the Saints defense is good. Kind of similar situation. Chase Young's out for the year, too. So, I mean, how good are they going to get to him? I don't know. I think what I'm going to do in this game, um, usually I took it last night. I usually love to take primetime unders. You know, if you're a better, you know, you know that's kind of a thing that that happens frequently in these primetime games or low scoring for the most part. Um, I think I'm going to actually do the opposite on this one. I think I'm going to fade myself on this one. I'm, I'm taking a look at this right now. And um, the Seahawks have gone under four straight games. They've gone under four straight games. They haven't been scoring. Um, the offense hasn't, you know, it hasn't been looking as prolific as it usually looks with Russ, Lockett. Yeah, I want to throw a stat out there for you, too. Pete Carroll, when they're either pick them or favored, they are 17-2 and two in their last 19 games covering the spread. If it's pick them or one point. Oh, okay. 17 and 2, Pete Carroll. We got a little nugget there, a little garage and nugget. I know his record on Monday night is v- very well, too. So, uh, those are two numbers to look at. I'm officially going to add the over to my card here. They're the Each of these teams has hit one over in the past five games. Um, so you're got, fading the trend. All right. Over on, on the, um, over on the Seahawks. I'm going to take the oh, – I'm taking over um, – what is the, that number right now? It's 47 and a half. Listen, I mean, this game it, – it, I take that over too. I'm taking the over – I'm taking – I might take the over with you because the listen, under looks good too because you, you hit the 47 last night for the under. I mean, it's <laughs> – You would think – you would think normally I would go back to the well and just go under again, but like – like I said, one over combined in the past five games for both of these teams. I'm a big trend guy. I'm a big fade the trend guy. You guys know that. Um, I'm going to go over on this Monday night. All right. So we got Seahawks first half, Seahawks money line, and we got the total over 47 and a half, I believe it is. Yep. Last game I want to talk about is uh, Tulsa versus yeah. Oral Roberts. I specifically took Tulsa. Not only did you mention this, but I looked back at who they've played. And they've played some similar teams. And I think five and one in the last six games. I think something like that. And uh, they both played Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State's a pretty good team. Tulsa won. Oral Roberts lost. And Tulsa won, like, convincingly, too. So that's a good, like, team to match up each team against to see how good they are because they did play them recently. Um, I'm going to take the, the fact that they beat Oklahoma State. They got bigs. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a, no, I'm going to go with a lock. Yeah, it, it's a lock. Tulsa, <laughs> a lock. Tulsa, Tulsa money line for the garage boys, people talent. 
Oh, God, he's putting a lock on my play right now. I'm I am, I am. Well, you know what? The way I look at this is the way I handicap mostly everything. Um, I, you know, I go off of what people are betting, who's betting what, you know, what's the percentage of the bets on. And, you know, if there's a large percentage of the bets on one side and the, and the money's not moving, which is kind of scary in this one because it's, it's kind of moving a little bit and the money is going towards Will Roberts. But my, my logic in this is Tulsa football and basketball, they're usually always just a real scrappy team in either sport. Uh, especially basketball, you know, big rebounding team. And they have a lot of big guys, a lot of athleticism, whereas Oral Roberts is just that classic, you know, tournament team last year that, you know, they, they had a lot of leadership on the team, had a lot of seniors on the team last year. Um, people are still betting on them this year just because of what they did and that run they went on last year in the tournament. Um, yeah, I, 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 got, I just got to go with Tulsa. This one just kind of jumped out at me. I really liked it. I liked it at plus one. I still like it at plus one. I mean, it's plus two right now. Not the best, you know, not the best way to see the line move, but it's just one of those. If I'm riding plus one, I'm most likely riding money line. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Just for better odds. Yeah, I did it just for just for push purposes, just, yeah. in case, just in case one point game, they lose by one. It doesn't, you know, it does happen pretty often in college basketball. But, yeah, that's been my play already. So I've got two plays um, that are official. I've got a couple other ones. I've got. I've got one more college basketball play that I actually really like that I'm looking at right now. Go ahead. Uh, another situation where the line is just jumping out to me. It just, it just, it just doesn't really make sense to me. I'm gonna go uh, and I'm gonna fade Cornell here, getting four and a half points. Cornell's a five and one team. Uh, they're going against Kinesis right now today at uh, at seven seven o'clock. Kinesis is laying four and a half points. They're two and four. Uh, Cornell. Uh, they gave Penn State a really good game. Uh, they, they ended up losing by double digits, but it was close all the way throughout the game. Uh, I had I, I, was, I literally laid 15 and a half of Penn State in that game. That was wow. not um, But listen, let's be honest. I mean, Cornell, there might be one of the best Ivy League teams uh, this year. They're five and one. Kinesis hasn't played anyone. This is why I'm so confused. They literally beat Hoppin State by one. They beat some... Losing him. Is he there? He's still there. I think I lost Corey. I'm going to keep going, though. Uh, Kinesis hasn't played anyone. They're two and four. Um, they're laying four and a half points. The line makes no sense. Cornell, like I said, very, very solid Ivy League team. They're five and oh against the spread so far this year. Uh, give me Kinesis minus four and a half. I'm going to put 1.5 units on that play. Uh, I'm also just going to put one play on that uh, Monday night over. Uh, bet as well and you know what Kinesis only lost by nine to to the Bonnies what I'm seeing here so that's a really good loss uh for Kinesis as well too I I bet you I'm I'm, I'm saying the name wrong but that, that's okay fuck it but um for your garage boys play plays for Pac-Man Greg tonight I got over 47 and a half in that Monday night game one unit on that uh, I got one unit on Tulsa plus one and I've got one and a half units so this is actually my biggest play one and a half units on Kinesis minus four and a half against Cornell. I'm going to lock that in right now. That starts at 7 p.m. Um, and I got one more thing to say here. Mr. Unlimited, he's not really happy with us lately. I don't really know what we did, but um, he's kind of started to fade us a little bit here. Um, and, and I had a couple plays yesterday that weren't posted that where I, where I actually faded him instead. Uh, I took Wofford money line. Wofford won. 
Um, he had, what did he have? He had Morgan State, small play on Morgan State, minus four and a half. I live bet uh, Grambling, Grambling State money line. They, they were hitting threes like nobody's business last night. That covered. Uh, he faded me and took uh, Fresno plus two and a half. I had Cal minus two. That was a nice, easy win as well, too. So uh, unlimited, man. I mean, we're still here for you, buddy, if you need us. Um, if you want, if you want to reach out to the garage boys, get back in the mix a little bit here. Uh, we'll, we'll gladly take you. And, uh, like I was saying before, my, my old boss from work, Brian, a, he might be, uh, might be joining, uh, in the near future to, to start getting some plays as well. I think I lost, uh, I think I lost C Hayes here. He's, he's driving the truck right now. He's probably, probably going through some back roads of Maine. So yeah, we gave you some plays. Corey got a play for you. I gave you at least three plays here. A little bit of a recap episode today. So Hope you guys are enjoying the plays. Garage Boys this is what we're trying to do. Just get you guys winners. Just get ourselves winners. Just make some money. So, hey, we're ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. And uh, if there's any ads added on throughout the day, you know where to find us at the Garage Boys Twitter. That's at Garage Boys with two S's at the end of that. Garage Boys with two S's. So, uh, this is Pac-Man kind of right in the ship right now with Corey being gone. Uh, this was a daily preview Monday. Uh, November 29th, uh, and uh, we hope you guys have a very profitable day, and we'll see you again tomorrow.